This is the Social Savvy Geek Show with Laura Pensatencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Thank you for tuning in to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm glad you're here. Whether you're catching the live show or replay, thank you for listening. I'm Laura Pensatencio, and last show I talked about how you can use a webinar as part of the 90-day launch of your online course. Today we will be talking about landing pages and other content you need for the same online course. We'll cover what kinds of content you'll need to sell your course and how to make your copy speak to your ideal client. Very important stuff here, guys. So it's not enough to create a great course. I wish it were, but it's not. You also have to be able to convey why your course is outstanding and what it will do for your ideal attendee. If you don't do that, no one will buy your course. In season four, episode six, I talked about finding your audience's burning desire. This is where that desire comes into play. You have to communicate how your course will help your audience get closer to achieving achieving their burning desire. The thing that motivates them, the thing they have to have in their business or their life to achieve their life goals. This is a driver This is what is behind someone's will to do something. You need to speak to that if you want them to take action. If you don't, they won't understand why they should invest their time and money in you and your course. In order to spread the word about your course, you'll need to create a variety of pages and also advertising copy and a strong, compelling call to action. Even though these marketing pages look different, they're really all saying the same thing and they're leading to the same place. They're telling your ideal client why they need your course. You're showing them how you can help them reach their burden desire in different ways to reinforce that message. So I have always been attracted to online courses that um, provide systems and like checklists and cheat sheets and things to make systems and order because I'm driven by systems and order. I like things to make sense. I want operations manual. I want to know what's going on. And those things get me closer to freedom of time. And I see the correlation between those things. So there's sometimes when people have not probably addressed the burning desire and they showed the benefits and I'm still in because I, I can make that leap myself. Not everybody can do that. So you need to say, you know, you are going to get time with your family. I am going to give you control of your life. You're going to be able to travel without any ill consequences like losing your job, you know, that kind of thing. Those are the things that speak to me. And those are the things that you can get from marketing systems, business systems, things that are a repeatable process that you put into place and they continue to create ease and money. That's what I like, which is go figure why that's what I'm telling you about because they're useful and they work and everybody should have them pretty passionate about it just a little bit (laughs) you're listening to the social savvy geek show I'm Laura Pensatencio you can download your free copy of our perfect landing page template from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and follow me at social savvy geek on twitter Think back to the last prescription ad you saw. Think back to the medicine, the advertisement that you saw. Was it for an elderly woman with poor bladder control or a young man who gets migraines? 
do you have an ailment the medicine treated? I'm pretty sure you could tell from the advertisement who the target audience was, right? You can tell. So ads for medications are targeting a specific ideal client, customer, someone who is the proper age and is suffering from whatever this particular medicine claims to treat. That's what you need to do with your landing page for your online course. It needs to be specific. Your landing page, I can talk. Your landing page should contain all the information a potential attendee needs to decide if your course is the right fit for them. And this is not just brain information. This is heart information. This is what's going to create an emotional attachment to the idea you're presenting. So instead of treating a medical condition, you're helping someone reach their particular burning desire. And the good news is, unless you're selling a medication, these people probably want what you have more than they want uh, a medication. (laughs) So pay attention to your online course and the advertisements that make you pause. What is it about them that catches your eye? When you read the description, are they only telling you what their course is about? Or are they showing you what you will get out of the course? What is the outcome you will get and how will that move your life or your business forward in ways that truly matter? I started Social Savvy Geek to be in control of my schedule and have more time with my family and so that I could travel. I like to keep moving. Too much of the same thing and I just... I don't like it. So I help other people achieve the same burning desire. So when I see a course that speaks to my desire to have more time with my daughter, I pay attention. She wants me at her swim practice. She wants me at her gymnastics. She wants mama. And I want to be there for her. I don't want to be that person who's like, I'm too busy for you. She's my love. She's my life. She's my child. I want to be there. It's very important. So I pay attention to things that say, hey, be with your kids. Here's how you can create a lifestyle that you can travel and take her with you. Because that's what I want to do. I love to see the world and I want to show it to her. She's awesome sauce. She goes everywhere. So I look at how they are conveying that burning desire and what they're offering. There are several places you're going to use this information and communicate what you do for your ideal client. You must be able to articulate how your online course will help your potential audience in person through social media posts and using advertisements, but nowhere is more important than your landing page. This is reinforcing their decision. If they get to the landing page and it's a mismatch, it's not good. All all those other promotions and pieces of content are leading directly to your landing page. When someone arrives, you know they are at least You've at least piqued their curiosity. They are at least mildly interested. They don't go there if they're not interested. Now you have to give them all the information they need to buy. To persuade your audience to invest in your online program without feeling salesy or pushy, you're going to need to continue appealing to their heart through their burning desire, but you also need to start appealing to their head because your heart tells you what you want and your head justifies that decision. So you need the heart and the head, both, for most people. So you need to show your ideal clients that you are professional, that you're prepared, and then you intend to deliver on the promise that you've made. 
These people need to know that you're going to be there for them, that you're not just a snake oil salesman selling some medication that's not actually going to treat what they have. No, you have the real solution. You have the cure. You have what they need to get what they need. So it's not that they want to work with you. They need to feel like, yes, this is it. This is the thing. I've been looking for this. This is going to take me where I need to go. I want all these things and this will get me closer to that and I have to have it. And if that sounds like a lot of pressure, yeah, it is. That's why this landing page thing is super important. You got to tweak this Um, and you might not get it right on the first try, but that's okay. We have templates, we can help you with this, and then you can start A-B testing to see what actually works instead of guessing. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. I'll share what you have in your landing page for your online course after this word from our sponsors. Mark your calendars, boys and girls. Social Media Day Denver is coming soon. Every year on June 30th, social media fans around the world come together each year to celebrate the myriad of ways in which social media has radically changed our lives for the better. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018. Collaborate with influencers, leaders, and dynamic speakers. Social Media Day Denver is a full-day conference full of recognized leaders in the social media industry, both locally and nationally. You don't want to miss out. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018, and receive exclusive insider social media knowledge, relevant and actionable content you can apply immediately into your business, make impactful connections and relationships for life, and meet and chat with the experts. This event is enlightening and fun for entrepreneurs and small business owners and anyone else who wants to be a part of this dynamic group of social media experts. Find out more at socialmediadaydenver.com. What is all the buzz about with Boost Biz Ed? Known for the past eight years as Boost Denver to their regulars, Boost Biz Ed Denver connects experienced business educators who have a heart to teach with brave and talented business owners who seek to learn new skills in a free-to-the-public format. By attending these Boost Power Sessions, small business owners and solopreneurs take away immediate, life-changing, actionable items that radically catapult their business trajectories. Please join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. That's downtown at the Spaces Ball park location see boostbized.com for more details with each boost session you attend you'll walk away empowered to apply specific action that will immediately improve your business who doesn't want to do that their speaker topics include leadership sales marketing and other subjects vital to the success of any business boost biz ed attracts great people networking happens naturally here before and after all boost sessions again join them the first and third wednesdays of each month from 9 30 to 11 a.m downtown at the spaces ballpark location see boostbized.com for more details we now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. I'm sharing with you why you need an excellent landing page for your online course. Download your free perfect landing page template to create a landing page that converts for you. Visit the show notes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast to get yours now. To help people see the value in your program and build trust while they're considering your offer, you're going to need a variety of pages and also platforms to direct your potential clients to your landing page. So here's how you get that done. You need social page, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, pages, 
things that lead straight to your landing page or form. Fun fact, if you're using Instagram, you only really get one link at this time. So you want to use something like Linktree so that if somebody goes to your profile, they click on it and then you've got multiple links. Ah, make the most use of what you got there, guys. They, they start free. So it's awesome. So your landing page is your moneymaker and course offer. A form is a quick pop-up offer. So you'll need, you'll need to decide if you want the long form or the short little quick pop-up. And on some of my pages, I use a combination of both. Um, sometimes people engage with one and they'll close it and then they'll engage with the other and you win. So give people multiple ways and opportunities to opt in. That's the learning you can take away from that. So when you promote on these social platforms, you want to lead people and your audience to the place where they can purchase your online course or opt in to another offer that you have. Um, if it's a cold audience, you may not want to go straight to the kill. You might want to send them to a blog post, one of your best, not just any old blog post, but your best one, and then put the opt-ins in there. That way they have some content to woo them and let them know what you're about and how you serve them and that you're awesome and your content is awesome and then they want more. So if it's a warm audience, you can go straight to the landing page because they already know you. They already love you. If it's a cold audience and from ads through social, take a detour through the blog to the opt-in, right? Okay. Remember, you do not own Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or Pinterest followers. The platforms do. By leading them away from social media, you're taking people back to your hub which is your website or page that you own, that you control, it's yours. All right. You want to use landing pages where your webinar advertisement take your potential attendees is a landing page. Now that landing page could have as much or as little is appropriate to the situation. There's different types. So the page your promotion leads to is where you'll instill the value of your program and give people the reason to trust you. Use long copy to spell out exactly what your course will teach and do for your attendees. Where people will opt in to buy your program. And that is where you give them an opportunity to opt in and purchase. And that's where, you know, you get paid back for all your work. You put all this work in. You got to ask for the, you got to ask for the sale folks. You got to have a place to say, this is what you're getting. Give me your money. Right? And you can use whatever words for give me your money are appropriate to your audience and your industry. Buy now, opt in, join us. You know, there's a lot of different calls to action and you'll need to see what's working for your peers and then try different buttons on, on your site. You can, this is a tweakable thing. Um, so you're going to need to play around with it a little bit. But if you have two pages that are exactly the same and one button says join in and one button says buy now, which one works better? right? I'm not telling you which one works better. I'm telling you, you change just that one thing. It's awesome. Split testing is awesome. It's where the money is. I'm telling you. Okay. So then you have a sales page. This is where purchases are actually made. Now, sometimes your sales page can be your, um, your purchase page, like the landing page and the sales page can be the same. Sometimes they are not. This depends on your systems and your software and your flow in your funnel. Um, but there, one example of where they're a different page is where you have a webinar 
We talked about this on the last episode, but you have a webinar and someone's on the webinar and they're warm and they're looking at you and you say, go by now, you take them straight to the sales page. It is a short form, only the pertinent information that reinforces exactly what they're doing right now, maybe a testimonial, the option to pay, you know, the title of the course. It's something like through Sam Cart, real short, simple, sweet to the point. You don't want to distract someone who's ready to buy with extra information. They're already ready. However, if someone left the webinar early and they didn't get to see the whole thing, then you want to send them the long form landing page because they haven't seen the full program. They don't know what you're offering. You have to give them all the information. So now you know if they know what's going on and they're ready to buy, don't distract them with extra stuff. Give them the sales page. If somebody needs all the information and and, uh, affirmation and reassurance that they're doing the right thing, give them the long form page with all the stuff. And you've got a few people who are ready to buy who want the long form anyway, because they just want to read it and verify that this is exactly what they're getting. That's great. You give it to them. Okay. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. You can download your free copy of our perfect landing page template from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and join us in the Social Savvy Geek Show Insiders group on Facebook. Your landing page is your long form sales pitch for your online program. So creating it will take some time. Plan accordingly and don't leave this until the last minute. This is super important. Super important. You need to know this is going to work. So your landing page is make or break it for your online course. Make sure your copy is the best it can be. A good landing page will have the following. Benefits of your product, testimonials, or what others are saying. If you don't have any testimonials for your course yet, use testimonials from past clients about how you help them and how you work and how awesome you are. You could even use those who didn't buy from you, but had an awesome strategy call with them. So if you got on a call with someone and they left there with value and they were like, that was awesome. That one thing you taught me, it, it really served me and here's how, you know what? That counts. Use that guys. Um, you need a call to action. And we've talked about that a little bit. Join us, you know, act now. That's what goes on the actual button. This is the thing that you're asking people to do. Click here, see more. Yeah, just you might have to play with that. It seems silly that that's the piece that has to be played with, but yes, please, or show me, or I'm in. Like they all get a different response. So you need to let them know who the product is for and who it is not for. Let people know who specifically this product serves best, and then let people know who it is not for. You will get a lot of trust from saying this is not for you because somebody's thinking oh well they're not just selling it to everybody they're actually telling us this is not for me if the person falls into that category yay you have not wasted their time you have not got someone to purchase your course who's not a good fit who's going to ask for a refund and say bad things about your course reduce your headaches and let people know who it's for and who it's not for all right include bonuses that people will get we'll go really long on bonuses next week because that is also a very important piece of the pie. Um, So circle back around. Next week, we'll talk about that. You want to create the fear of missing out. FOMO. People have this. It's a legitimate thing. They think they're going to miss out. 
So that that means scarcity. Now, what I don't like is false scarcity or false things or way high overpricing that you're never ever sold this thing at and then you say I regularly sell this for this price but I'm selling it to you for this now there's a difference between value and price you can show the full value that isn't the price but don't tell me you sell this for $2,500 and you're selling it for $247 and you've never sold it at $2,500 and you're not going to that's not true don't like that. Now you can say the value is $10,000 and I sell it for $247. Sure, fine. But there's a distinction there and it's important. Don't lie to people. We don't like it. So frequently asked questions and their answers need to be on your page. If there is an elephant in the room, you address that. You say, people, what if this, then this? Um, I can't, you know, nothing is springing to mind right now about an elephant in the room, but there's always something. If you get a question all the time, people's first question is this, and you think, oh God, that's ugly, and I don't want to address it. Address it. They're thinking it anyway. If you answer it, they're like, wow, they really know how I feel. They answered that question, and that was a hard question. Yeah, don't leave that unanswered. You answer that right there on the page. Yeah. So, and if you don't want to give people ideas they don't already have, Make it a tab content or a real more where they don't have to click on it unless they have the question. Most people aren't clicking every single thing. So there are ways. Your advertisements and promotions were speaking directly to your potential attendees burning desire or their heart. Your landing page is where you also speak to their head and their logic, but don't leave the heart out. This is where you explain how you're going to help them achieve their burning desire. And that's important. We get in love with our product and we want to go on and on about what it does and what's in it and this and that have to keep addressing the burning desire. If you lose sight of why they need it, then you're going backwards. So let's go more in depth on those key aspects of the landing page. Benefits of your product. List the burning desires outcomes that your audience wants. Show them what the result of a 10 year course can be. Remind them why they came to your landing page. Have a good call to action. Leave people wanting more, always wanting more. Create some curiosity, some excitement and anticipation. Kind of a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Make them think and consider what they would be missing out on if they didn't take you up in your offer right now. Fear of missing out so that your audience will think, what will my life or business be like in a year if I don't take this opportunity now? Now, remember, we keep it positive. We're not threatening them with our consequences because that's ugly. Um, but do give them the reality of what their business could look like one to three years from now if they do and they don't commit and invest today. It's fair to do a comparison. Just don't be crazy with it. Tell them exactly what you want them to do. Don't be subtle. Say sign up for my course to get X, Y, and Z benefits. Like put it out there. Don't 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 pussyfoot around that. You definitely put it out there. If you don't, they won't do what you want them to do. They don't know you're in charge. Give them the path. Who is your product or service for versus who it's not for? Weed out those who are not a good fit for your program. So we said that there's some people might be excited to join in. But if they're not a good fit, you need to let them know before they come the problem child of your course. You want only a select few that will do the work, rave about it, and refer your program to others. If you're worried about doing this, don't. You want people who are coming in to know who's a good fit and who's not. You only want to work with people you love and people you can serve. So set the boundaries and then stand behind them. You also 
always, always, always go over the frequently asked questions. We said this, but it bears repeating. If you haven't gotten any frequently asked questions, answer the basics. What is your guarantee? What happens next? How do people get in touch with you for support? What should they look forward to while participating in your program? How will you serve them? What's the format? Your landing page should make your ideal client want to take your course by letting them know what they will get out of it and reinforcing that your course is for them. When you answer their frequently asked questions, show them their burning desire, let them know who your course is for, they will feel reassured. They will begin to trust that you know what you're talking about and are a good fit for your program. Once they come to this realization, your call to action will let them know exactly what steps to take to get started right now. The idea is now. A lot of people will not circle back around, though there are those few like me who will. So make sure you let them know now's the time. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. I'm sharing with you the content you need to convey to your potential audience to fill your online course. We will hear from special guest Tracy Ravel and her embodied confidence after this word from our sponsors. I'm Jessica Ettinger, CNBC. Stocks are rallying this morning on cool inflation numbers that may mean interest rates won't be raised so fast. The Dow is up 176 points. The Nasdaq up 50 points. The S&P up 17 points. Elon Musk's SpaceX has a Block 5 rocket launch set for this afternoon from Kennedy Space Center in Florida. It's the most advanced version of the reusable Falcon 9 series of rockets designed with NASA's crew-carrying requirements requirements down the road in mind. A playoff game seven tonight in the NHL round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Predators host the Jets in Nashville. Sponsors like Lee, Fifth Third Bank, Jaguar, Land Rover have promotions they've set up. A big screen TV in the park across from the Bridgestone Arena for fans without tickets to watch. With Mother's Day on Sunday, the flower business is booming. 1-800-Flowers.com CEO says it's the biggest day of the year for that company. See Larry Elder says America is focused on the wrong thing again. You know what it's like when you go into a Starbucks and you don't want to buy anything and you want to use the restroom and they tell you you have to buy something. It can really ruin your day. And again, I am not saying that it couldn't have been handled differently. I'm not saying that at all. But for crying out loud, talk about making a mountain out of a molehill and the NAACP getting involved with all of these real problems. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Lars Larson at 10 on Money Talk, 1690 AM. As an entrepreneur, how does this sound to you? Learn how to make your marketing work for you without becoming a slave to your business, even if you don't have a big list. Does this sound like crazy talk? Because it doesn't have to be. This is how marketing is supposed to work. With a proven plan and systems that work, you can make your marketing a powerful, unstoppable force. Monica Miller of Monica Writes and Laura Pence Atencio of Social Savvy Geek have combined their genius to bring you marketing that converts. Simple, proven systems that can make the difference between scrambling to find your next client and a thriving business with sold-out events, wait lists for private coaching, and online program sales that used to be out of reach. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Since the S&P 500 peaked on January 26. The index has lost more than $3 trillion in value. The Dow Jones decreased by more than 13% in just a few days. My name is Dave Anthony, certified financial planner and president of Anthony Capital, LLC. 
I'd like to tell you about some fixed investment payouts with targeted double-digit returns that may be appropriate for your portfolio. Text the word income to 313131. Text income to 313131. Text income to 313131. Find out more about targeted double-digit returns. Now, back to the social savvy geek, Laura Pensatencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We had a last minute cancellation today. No big thing. So we are going to be talking with our own Caitlin Burvey about landing pages because she's here all the time and she knows all the things because she's awesome. So in case you haven't listened before, this is your first time joining us. Firstly, thank you. And secondly, Caitlin Burvey recently earned an MFA in creative writing and poetics from Naropa University in Boulder, Colorado, and now runs Ignited Ink Writing, where she edits books, writes copy, and speaks about writing. Her work has appeared in many literary and art magazines, including the April edition of Ghost Parachute Online and Proof, a 30 Street fiction anthology. Her favorite stories contain a bit of magic, and her fictional pieces reflect this. Attending writers' conferences, being vice president of the Boulder Rights Alliance, and participating in 30th Street Fiction Writers' Critique Group have further honed her writing and editing skills, giving her the tools necessary to write and help others tell their stories. Not incidentally, Caitlin is also our primary copywriter here at Social Savvy Geek and works very closely with me on our content for this show and our blog. As part of that process, She's in the studio with me for nearly every show. Yay. Good thing today, too. <laughs> Thank you so much for all that you do and also for stepping in today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And welcome, Caitlin. All right. Thank you. Awesome. So now we have questions about how do you get people to your landing page, but you are in the beginning stages. I am. I actually don't have landing pages quite yet. I have forms, mm-hmm. but. So this is awesome. We can talk about what you need in a landing page for yourself. So what are your forms doing and how can we add landing pages into the mix? Sure. So right now I have forms mainly for building my email subscriber list. Good plan. And um, I offer some giveaways and some are just, you know, subscribe to my blog and You'll get emails. So I have a newsletter that releases a monthly writing prompt among Mm -hmm. uh, news in the writing industry, usually in this area. We saw that because you shared it inside the Social Savvy Geek Insiders Facebook group. I did. I was wondering um, what your thoughts are on templates for that because I've heard that a blank email, as Mm -hmm. in just white and black text, can be more effective Mm -hmm. than one that's a little bit more stylized. Yeah, it depends. And I answered that in the group. So if you're listening and you want the answer, go to the group and look. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but I think my question on landing pages would uh-huh. be, what do you do if you're selling something that's of small value, like a book? No problem. There are landing pages for books all day long. And you have books. So that's an awesome place to start. So you love magic. And your work has magic in it. And you basically... And your landing pages would want to tell a story that explains why you want to read this book. Uh, You know, tell us about the world and the magic and make us intrigued so that we have to know more. 
I mean, I also happen to enjoy reading books that involve magic and that sort of thing. So, um, for example, if I were looking at like Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman, I want to hear that it's got, you know, adventure and um, there's going to be dragons and there's going to be, you know, all these magic things and just a kind of a, a teaser of this world that makes me want to go in there and look around and experience it for myself. And you have writing talent. So I think you can do that. Yeah, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. That uh, brings to mind, I went to a talk about uh, story branding. Mm-hmm. And he was explaining how, as writers, when someone says, what's mm-hmm. your book about? Yeah. You need to be able to explain it in one or two sentences. Mm-hmm. But the other thing he talked about was, in a way, you're kind of talking to your reader's burning desire mm-hmm. because they're reading for a reason. Yep. And you need to know what that reason is mm-hmm. so that you know that your book addresses that and that they are your reader and not someone right. else's reader. Absolutely. You also want to help people understand, is this book for them or not? Because if they're not your reader, you don't want them to buy your book. Right. It's not all about the money. We want them to purchase and continue purchasing because usually the return on investment for book marketing isn't one book. It's a series of books. So we want to get the right people in. Um, I have found as a you know, manager for a movie theater for a decade that I, I had a blog before it was a blog and it was all about movie reviews. And what I did in those was say, you know, here's my opinion of it. I didn't give any spoilers because that's rude. But I would say, if you liked this movie, go see this movie. If you didn't like this movie, don't go see this movie. So basically, I'd give them a, a list of similar uh, movies that if they enjoy these, they'd like it. If they didn't enjoy it, they, they wouldn't like it. Like, for example, um, let's say the movie was like Wedding Crashers. And I'd say, you know, if you liked Old School or if you liked, um, you know, School of Rock or whatever, you're going to like this movie. And then if you you know, didn't like those, don't go see it. Um, you know, if your favorite movie is Bridges, Bridges of Madison County, this is not for you. You know, and let them know specifically the genre, why it's in that genre. And similar kind of themes that if they appealed to them, they would like it. Um, I imagine you've done some of that. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking of it. We talk about those as comparables. Mm -hmm. And in writing, you have to put them in a query letter if you're asking an agent or publisher to publish you. But I guess I had never thought about them as being as useful for readers, too. Oh, no, absolutely. So I um, have a a tendency to read a lot of Clive Cussler, Nelson DeMille, Ken Follett. I love Ken Follett. And so, so if somebody says, this is right along the lines of, you know, a Robert Ludlum, Clive Cussler adventure, you know, a spy thriller, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in, you know? But if they're like, this is like this mo- this book by this, you know, romance author, I'm going to be like, no, not for me, not for me. No, thank you. So, yeah, really letting people know what to expect. Um, and then what would you do for imagery on your – you're going to put the cover – yeah, I think I would have the cover, and um, probably it would depend on the style of the cover, too, and have the landing page match that, like, branding-wise. So the same colors, mm-hmm. the same fonts, mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe an extra image or two that is related to the book. Uh, I think the important thing, though, that a lot of writers do if they are designing these things themselves mm-hmm. is they put things in that they know are in the book, but that readers don't yet, so oh, they don't get right. it. Yeah, like I have a story that has a uh, a dark creature in it, and mm-hmm. it takes the form of a horse. Uh-huh. 
But you don't know that until halfway through the book, and you're not supposed to. Uh-huh. So using an image of a big hey, horse <laughs> is not going to work. That's right. true. No. Yeah. And definitely don't put spoilers. Yeah. That's not good in entertainment. So who are your ideal readers and what are they looking for? Do you know their burning desire? So I have two different types of books that I write. One is for young adults or teenagers and mm-hmm. one is for adults. Both of them are fantasy readers. Both of them are people who are looking for a world that still has wonder in it. Mm-hmm. So they're a little bit looking for escape. Um, they're not, they're more into the adventure of the story and uh-huh. not as into the romance. Yay. There is a little <laughs> bit of romance, but that's not the feature you know, in my stories. A little stories. bit goes a long way. Yeah. I like character relationships, but I like them to be realistic. I don't want that to be the crux of the story. Right. Yes, yes. But without, I don't want my book to be devoid of romance because that would be weird. True. Everybody (laughs) is interested in someone. Yes, yes, yes. So character development is definitely there. Um, So if you wanted to have some fun with that, you could expand into um, character feature pages and lead to the landing page for the book or the series. It depends how many books there are, how, how much time to put into it. But if you're building a world... Um, you could build a world. I mean, imagine one of the uh, token books. Like, there's so many characters. They have all the maps, and so you can you could get you can get pretty crazy with the cheese whiz there. Um, and since you edit and write and teach, you could easily use this same system to promote your course because you right. teach. I do, and you have videos, and you can package that up into a course, and then you could use these same principles to have a landing page that would market your course. True. Yeah. It's not that different. Landing pages Mm -hmm. are landing pages. And very useful. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, they absolutely are. They absolutely are. So um, tell us again where people can find out more about you outside of your relationship with this show. Yeah. So my website is www.ignitedinkwriting.com. That's where you'll find my blog, Ignite Your Ink, as well as uh, my services. So I do copywriting, I do editing, and I do speaking. Mm-hmm. And I also have a YouTube channel that mm-hmm. is called Ignited Ink Writing. Yes. And I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all you of the are. places. You are on all the right <laughs> places, yes. Caitlin is an absolutely brilliant, uh, amazing student. If you ever have, if you're teaching, you want somebody who applies the knowledge, and she does amazingly well, um, which is awesome. So I will tell people a fun fact. When they watch you on your YouTube channel, there is origami. There, there is. is origami. She does origami, and it's just right there. And there's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, I can. I think that uh, Caitlin might be a little bit of a polymath, just like me. <laughs> just a suspicion so well thank you for filling in today i super appreciate it and i think it was a fun conversation i hope everyone out there agrees yes yes so thank you for joining us you're listening to the social savvy geek show i'm laura pensatencio you can get your free goodies from our show at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast stay tuned i'll tell you how you can start building your landing page when we get back from this break Looking for adult education classes, workshops, and seminars in Denver? Colorado Free University offers a wide array of adult education classes in the Denver metro area. Their programs include Spanish lessons and classes and other foreign language classes, CompuSkills computer training classes, as well as arts and crafts classes, dance classes, writing classes, career and business classes and seminars, classes in personal growth and development, performing arts workshops, special events, and much more. They recognize that many of 
the folks who take classes at CFU are small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs. An area of focus in their programming is putting together a great selection of social media training and online marketing. These days, you can't do business without learning at least a little about using social media and other online marketing tools for your business. Get more information at freeu.com. That's freeu.com. That's free, the letter U, dot com. Having debt does put stress on a marriage, on your health. It just starts mounting up, especially with the interest. It just goes up. So I could definitely see there was stress in Lindsay, and that would spill over into our relationship and, and how we related to each other. Ben and Lindsay called nonprofit Christian credit counselors to stop the creditor calls, lower their interest rate, and get one monthly payment they could afford. Our situation's definitely improved, and it's such a difference to not borrow to get things and you actually save to get them. It's a liberating feeling. At Christian Credit Counselors, your freedom from debt is their number one priority. On average, their clients become debt-free up to 80% faster. It's definitely freedom. See how much Christian Credit Counselors can save you. Call a personal credit counselor for your free, no-obligation debt analysis. Call 800-557-1985. Your journey to financial freedom begins now. Call 800-557-1985 or visit ChristianCreditCounselors.org. ChristianCreditCounselors.org. Call 800 800- 1985 We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about how to start building your landing page. Why? Because it is a vital part of your marketing system and a poor landing page or lack of landing page can tank the whole project. So this is, this is key stuff. So today we talked about how to set up your landing page so that when the right consumers get to it, they will be compelled to invest. Compelled to invest. Those are good words, right? Let's break down your next steps regarding your landing page content. Have your burning desire ready to pull from. You need to do this pre-work. It's very important. That's why we talk about knowing your avatar and knowing what their burning desire is because you're going to speak to it again and again and again. Do not skip that step. Okay? Um, You should have a file with all your customers' burning desires and begin filtering out which burning desires your program will lead to. So go on your list of things they want. Identify which ones you're addressing with this particular thing. Gather your testimonials. Make sure that your testimonials that you're using are the best of the best. And always be collecting them so that you have better and better ones as you go along. But use the best you've got. Shine the light on how you have helped others so that when a potential attendee reads them, they are compelled to move forward. They just have to. They identify with these people. So again, we make decisions in our heart and we justify them with our head. But it's our heart that makes us pull the wallet out. Other people's stories engage us, and that's when the money comes into play. So don't neglect your testimonials. It's very important. After creating your landing page, ask a friend or a peer to look it over. It never hurts to have a few different set of eyes on it to help you improve the landing page for best conversions. So this may seem obvious, but if you have typos on your page, you're turning people off. There's a small percentage of people who won't notice or won't be bothered by it, but there are some very smart people like me who you want to work with. And if you've got a bunch of typos on there, we're not buying from you because it shows a lack of attention to detail. 
I don't want to get into a course that isn't well put together and well structured. I want attention to detail. So make sure you do copy editing. And then you want to edit for co uh, content. Make sure that you are using messaging and languaging that appeals to your audience. You want to mirror their language back to them, which is another reason we do a lot of research. And look at your testimonials. The words used in the testimonials should be repeated in your copy. Repeated in your copy. That's right. Repeated in your copy. So mirror people's words back to them. People call me engaging. And so I use the word engaging in my copy. Um, people use the word organized about me. You know, I don't know where they're getting that from, this organization thing, right? But they like to say, I'm prepared. I am organized. I'm engaging. So I use those words in my copy because that's the truth. That's who I am. That's what people see. Um, use words that describe you. If people just say you are the funniest person they've ever met in your life, then say, I'm entertaining and I'm funny while I teach you. Like, own it. Nobody can do you like you. So make sure you own that. All right. Um, you do not have to be salesy or pushy when it comes to a landing page. A well-written landing page will do the selling for you without you feeling like you're slimy or sleazy or overly pushy or salesy. You do not have to get threatening with your language. You don't have to go down the used car salesman route. Um, and I'm not talking like the CarMax route. That's all right because they're... You know, it's one price. Here's what it is. I'm talking, you know, the lot that your Uncle Jim Bob owns and you don't want to go there because they try and pressure you. There's a happy way of avoiding that, right? All you really need to do is understand how your course helps your ideal client and convey that information. Show them how your course will give them the opportunity to reach their burning desire. Remember to help them know this is who my course is for. This is who my course is not for. It is will help people self-identify and opt in or out appropriately. Um, and what your clients need to do to sign up needs to be expressed, not implied, expressed. Sign up here. There are cases, if you have a process, where you might even like say, the next screen looks like this. If it takes them somewhere that is not necessarily expected, show them exactly what it looks like so that they know they're going to the right place. All right. Um, and if you do all this, you'll find that your course will fill right on up with the right audience. It's awesome. Follow the systems, get the results. That's what we do here, guys. All right. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about the information you need to convey to your potential audience so they will sign up for your online course. And now, Caitlin Burvey is pop back on the mic to ask me questions. Yeah. So the first question I have is how much time do I need to plan to create my landing page? Well, that depends entirely upon your skill level <laughs> and whether you're coming from scratch or using a template. I actually highly recommend starting from a template, even if that means that you go to um, someone else's page and look and see what works. Um, there are a lot of landing page tools out there. We've got landing pages within Infusionsoft. There's lead pages. There's um, Thrive Themes has landing pages. Um, there's like Unbounce. There's tons. You want to use as a template a page that is proven to convert. I'm giving you a template with this show so you can start there. 
Um, but the amount of time, I would say putting an actual page together doesn't take but a hot minute. I mean, you could do it in 15 minutes, but the copy, learn, organizing what's going on to the page, I mean, it could be an hour, it could be a day. You could be tweaking it for the rest of your life, making it better and better. But there's no perfect, so make it and go. Don't let lack of perfect page stop you. You have to get it out there to get a baseline, and you can keep improving it. And we already said, get some eyes on it, get it looked at, and then go. Don't, don't. Don't let it hold you back. Yeah. Right. Does having a video on my landing page convert better than having only text? Usually, yes, as long as it's appropriate and it's a good length. Um, it depends on your industry what that length would be. And it depends on the complexity of the topic. If you have a simple sell and you're asking people for $19.97 and you have an hour-long video, don't do that. That's crazy. Um, the longer... The longer the video, it needs like a higher price point. But don't think just because you have a higher price point, you need a long video. You could have a quick 90-second video saying, Hi, I'm Laura Pensatencio. I'm the creator of this course. And here's what it does for you. And here's why I'm excited you're going to be here. And here's how I'm going to support you. Thank you. Opt in below. Right? Okay. I like that. I made it up just now. Because <laughs> it's true. I mean, because this is what I do. But mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> do people really read through all of the text you're talking about putting on the landing page? Yes and no. Some people do. Some people won't. You are always going to have skimmers and readers. And so you need to have bolded uh, bullet points or like subheadings that um, if I was scanning that I would see. I personally am a scanner than a reader. I scan to see if I want to read the page. And if I do, then I go back and yeah, I'm going to read every word on the page. Every single one. Why? Because I like reading and I want to see what you have to say. And also I'm a student of the game, so I want to see what you said. There are people who've already made the decision and they're not going to read any of the words. But you have got to assume that there are going to be people who scan and they see only the subheadings, make those count, and then you have people who read every word. So you need to address both of those readers when you create your page. What are some good sites to use when I'm looking into creating a landing page? Yeah, I already answered that question. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> let's see. Should I create a different landing page if my course appeals to more than one ideal client and or burning desire? Yes, yes, you should. Segment, segment, segment. The more specific you can be and the more direct you can be if you're directing the appropriate person to that page, do it. For example, if you have a practice and you work with people who have like medical practices. That's great. That's pretty general though. So if your course serves just as well orthodontic offices, dental offices, chiropractic offices, and ophthalmologists, then separate those because if somebody comes to the sets and says, I help people who have a medical practice, la la la, okay, great. But if it says, I help chiropractors do this. I help chiropractors do that. And you're a chiropractor, you're still reading. But if you're the ophthalmologist and you came in and it was, you know, be specific, segment people out, send them to the right page. The more people feel like you're talking just to them and your results are just for them, the more likely they are to purchase. Yeah. What's a good way to tell if my landing page is working or not? Are you making money? Because that's the goal of all this. So now you want to look at how much traffic you're getting, how many people are coming to the page. And then from that, uh, look at how many people stay on the page. And that's more of a matter of, 
you know, did they get to the right place? Is your targeting on track? But once you see how many people stayed on the page, then how many of those people purchased? Because if people stayed on the page, they were interested and they didn't purchase, then there could be something broken. Now, if you get, you know, 100 people to the page and 90 of them bought, your page is perfect. Don't change it. You're never going to get 100% of the people all the time. Um, I mean, depending on the industry, sometimes a 3% conversion rate is great. Sometimes it's 10%. Find out what's going on in your industry and make sure you just meet or exceed that standard. Um, And once you've done it, you don't have to benchmark yourself against other people. You could benchmark yourself against yourself. Just make sure you're always improving and you're still winning, right? And I think that's all the time we have for questions. All right. Awesome sauce. Those were good ones. You guys pick out the best ones. (laughs) All right. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show, and we are going to skip straight into announcements. Social Media Day Denver is happening this year on June 29th. Social Media Day is on June 30th. But that's a Saturday. We're having a scavenger hunt that day. The 29th, we're doing the main event. There's a VIP dinner the night before. You can find out more about all of these activities and what amazing fun we're going to have at socialmediadaydenver.com. I'm going to be speaking. I'll be at the VIP dinner because I'm speaking. And then I will be at the scavenger hunt because that's going to be fun and I wouldn't miss it for the world. So come on out, join the festivities, go to socialmediadaydenver.com now to get your tickets while they're still available and contact Aaron Sell at Social Media Day Denver if you are interested in sponsorship opportunities because they are still available. Thank you to our sponsor, Infusionsoft. We are so excited to be a certified partner agency. There are so many things you can do I talk on this show all the time about repeatable systems you can implement to bring more money into your business, and Infusionsoft facilitates that. I am in the process of building out funnels that can be used for exactly that, bringing more money into your business. It is the most exciting thing since sliced bread. I am over the moon excited about it, and you will be hearing more about that all the time, (laughs) all the time. So join us next time as we talk about Yes. Uh, Bonuses. Bonuses. That's right. We're going to talk about course bonuses. And they can make or break your course. Bonuses can be the thing that people feel like they just have to have. And it is an amazing thing. You've got all this value and the bonus can make or break it. What? But it's true. We will tell you how to find the perfect balance of giving a bonus that is make or break for your client, but isn't absolutely necessary for the completion of the course because that doesn't work. It's going to be awesome. You have to be here. We will see you then. Um, in the meanwhile, I have a question for you. Answer me in the Social Savvy Geek Insiders group on Facebook. What is your experience with creating landing pages? Do you have a favorite formula? Is it working? We want to know. Come on in and tell us. Thank you for joining me today on the Social Savvy Geek Show. I appreciate you. Until next time, join our conversation online. Savvy? Savvy?